So here we are again. This is our third podcast. I were practically professional at this. And we thought we would uh, start talking about book awards because this is book award season, isn't it? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, and we think we might do this over two mm. sessions mm. because there's so much to think about and there are a lot of book awards out there. Mm. And it's mm. quite quite difficult isn't it for teachers particularly to know where to start perhaps with yes this. yes so this world of book awards have you got any inside information please that you could divulge <laughs> yes because i because we were we were talking weren't we about it is a sort of big issue for teachers and parents i suppose yes. of how do you know which, which books? books? There's so much out there. And how do you know what you don't know when you don't know what you don't know? Just, just goes on and on and on. And, and the thing is, it's, you don't want to be spending money, on, and more importantly, you know, I suppose in a way, is time reading something and then think, oh, gosh, it's, no, it's no is, use. This is not good. So, yes, book awards are really interesting, and it's only quite recently that I've found out a little bit about how they work because of the Derby Book Picture Book Award yes. for the Book Festival this yes. year. And um, and I think the process is the s- basically the same for all of the awards, is that publishers are contacted with a criteria right. and asked to submit books. So initially it's the publishers who decide Right, okay. Who they're going to submit. And for the Derby one, we asked for three. They could, they could submit up to three books. And apparently, talking to somebody who's involved in the Carnegie and the Greenaway... Which is a picture book award. Yes, but the Greenaway is for illustrations. Yes. And the Carnegie is for the writer. Yeah, right, okay. Um, and that is that an international award? Is that one that? Yes, that, yes. America. I think. I think it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter where it's published. Okay. So publishers submit to that because talking to this person who is involved with that, there was a book that we actually had at the teachers' book group. Um, the Nowhere Emporium. Yeah. Which we, we raved loved, we loved, about, yes. And the teachers have used it, and I know we've heard Ross of Ross McKenzie. Yes, McKenzie. Scott. Yes. Get hold of it if you're a yes. year five, six teacher. It's yes. fantastic. And I asked her why that hadn't got on, and because she did know the book, and she said it was because. It's books that are published in a particular window, right? Okay. And because publishers only can only submit a certain number, they make a decision about which one is most likely to right. win of the ones they've got. And the Nowhere Emporium was not selected by their publisher to submit it, mm. which is incredible. Yes. So they've got quite a lot of power in all of this. Publishers, yes. yes, which explains why sometimes the same book pops up mm. in mm. different awards. 
Absolutely, yeah. And also, what I've noticed is there are certain themes that seem to come through again and again at a certain time. So there's been an awful lot about refugees, hasn't there? Uh, yeah. And it, you, you kind of look at that and go, is that just coincidence? Are we all just getting terribly aware of this? But from what you're saying, yes. publishers are... Yes. I think it's perhaps a, thinking I think it's like that. a bit of a... I, I won't use the word vicious, <laughs> but it's a bit of a circle mm. because the publishers will go for books that they think are appropriate to the time. Yes. And then, of course, it's against the refugees. It's a bit of a chicken and egg thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. So it's the publishers who submit to begin with. Right. And then most awards have a sort of process where, from all the books submitted, a long list yeah. is devised. Yeah. And then then the next stage is the long list is then whittled down to a short list. And then the short, short list, list produces the winner. The winner. And it's the, the judges of those different long short winners yes. that are different yes. and can give yes. you quite a different yes. outcome. I think that's a really interesting point mm. and for teachers and parents it's quite handy on carers to know who, who's, who's making the, the decision. Yes. And um, that varies quite a bit. So we've got maybe three, would you say, groups. So we've got children who judge. Yeah. Teachers who judge. And... Librarians, yes, and a fourth one actually, um, industrial experts. <laughs> Do you mean industry experts? Yes, not yes. industrial <laughs> people yes. who build houses. That's right. Yes, Any, well, anybody wandering around, people in factories, who call themselves an expert <laughs> and make things. Yes, industry industry ex- experts. Ooh. Who are they? Right, secret people. <laughs> well. Um, Interestingly, I've I was looking at a, a website called Topster, spelled T O double P S T A, and they give if you go right down to the bottom. Yes, bottom of the page, right at the bottom. You can teeny weeny letters. That's it. It says book awards, children's yes. book awards. Yeah. If you click on that, it gives you a whole list of the awards. And who is deciding about Really them. useful. Very useful. Because that really helps. So, should we do the industry experts first? Go for because it. Because they're the most problematic. <laughs> In a way, get... because who are they? Who are they? Industry I think they tend to be um, writers and journalists and not publishers. I don't know. They, they're sort of a, a bit of a varied group. And... The Topster website talked about two um, book awards that did that. One is the Bamford Boss Prize. Oh, right. And that's a bit of a... I've heard of that. Interesting one. Well, do you remember one that we used a lot in the reading comprehension strategies training, Floodland, by Marcus Sedgwick? Yes, yes. Um, Yeah, that opening... That opening paragraph. Yes, 
demonstrated uh, what a rhythm did, did the workshop for us. Zoe ran. Zoe <laughs> ran. Full stop. Full stop. Yes. Absolutely terrific first opening paragraph. Yes. You can do all the reading strategies <laughs> with that one paragraph. That book won the, the, the Banford... I'm not sure I'm saying this right. The Banford Bowes Prize for the first novel for Marcus Sedgwick. Has it been around a while? Though? Yes, yes. It's time. quite an old book. I think it was. I think it won the prize, but I probably got this wrong in about two thousand and one. Okay. And so Marcus Sedgwick has gone on to to great things yes. as a children's writer. Um, so that's one, and that's judged by these um, industry experts. Then the other one that's judged by industry experts, and one that I think possibly you would notice a lot, is the Sainsbury's Children's Book Award. Right. Um, I didn't know that. Yes, and, and um, it's really funny because you'd think it would be quite high profile. Yeah. But um, I don't notice it. Well, you know, I, would, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't sort of noticed this in Sainsbury's, but... I no, I haven't at all. And yeah. I, what you not saying anything against Sainsbury's? Yeah, so yeah. I love a bit of Sainsbury's. Um, it, it tends to be the common ones you see all, all around, yes. isn't it? It's yes. nothing. There's nothing very yes. unusual. Jumps yes. out. Yes. So that really surprises me. And I'm, I'm sorry. I should have looked at who won it this year. I don't know whether. I think actually, I don't think it's been announced yet. Okay. And that's the other issue about the book awards is that they have different timetables. Yes, knowing when. Yes. The, I think particularly for teachers and parents, whilst you might not be able to cope with the long list, the short lists are yes. very handy. Oh, I think so. And yes. I think we'd say it would be a good idea if schools tapped into awards and the shortlist and thought about always ensuring they had those books mm. every year mm. in school because mm. they're about five or six books mm. so we're not talking mm. a fortune here are no, we? No, no and you know you and when you go into bookshops they will make a display of them yes. quite often yes. you know so actually doing the same thing in a school in library promoting. would be would be really good or you know a sort of poster saying Mrs. So-and-so read these books, this award, and this is her favourite. Yes. That kind of raising the profile one. Um, because, you know, all the work by Teresa Kremen has really sort of highlighted this aspect of sharing as a whole school community. Yes. The reading for pleasure. And that everybody a reading is a reader. And... Um, I don't know, I'm sure you found the same thing, that when you actually talk with enthusiasm about a book you've just read, yeah. children will invariably want to read it. Yes. And um, it's interesting as well, um, just very recently I've been looking at the CLPE um, reading assessment or reading the evaluation. Reading, the reading scales. The scales. The yes. reading scales. Yeah, yes. they're, they're quite interesting. They're quite helpful for assessment, aren't they? I, I think they're interesting because they go from, from inexperienced beginner readers yes. to mature, sophisticated readers, don't they? Yeah. And, and each point 
there's about five different points along that scale where they talk about the characteristics of that kind of reader and then what you can do to, to move them on to, to the next on, yeah. yes and it's a free free Absolute, resource yes you can so download it from from the CLPA, CLPA website yeah. and yeah. It, it's really useful um, but they talk about the importance of sharing reading yeah. um, and your experience of, sh- of sharing reading and also um, for developing readers I thought it was an interesting thing they really pinpointed children returning to books familiar books rereading familiar books yes there's a lovely idea on the reading for pleasure pedagogy website there's all these little case studies Mm. but it talks about taking for instance your year five six children down to reception to look at the books and find the books that they oh, remember. That's lovely. Oh, I like that. Letting yes. them read them again oh, and how read fantastic. to some of the younger yes. children their favourites. Yes. That sense of your reading yes. history. And I thought that's a great that's idea. That's a really lovely idea. Yeah. And I suppose as well, um, you know, I've come across this as well in um, the book club that I run, is that I took along some book a book and the year sixes recognised it as the one that the year five teacher had read the previous year. And so they all the year sixes in the group in turn read that we read that, that book. book. Mm. And I thought, that is such an obvious thing to do, and I have never thought of it, that actually have copies of the books they read the previous year. Yeah. For in the year they're at, and so they can return to them, and this familiarity, yeah. and it's been brokered, hasn't it? Absolutely, by an expert yes. reader. Yes. So even if it's a little bit challenging, yes. I've yes. heard it already. Yes, I've heard that voice reading yes. it. I think I can yes. do it myself. Yes, and I think that's an interesting sort of idea as well. You know, we we hear a lot about building children's reading stamina and and things, and actually rereading a familiar text is one way to do that um, which is perhaps we don't use it enough and I think it was I thought oh wow this is really great especially as you say that if the book's been um, moderated already through the previous teacher they can hear the teacher's voice hear that voice and of course it's that reading aloud thing how important that reading aloud thing is, that that mediation of the teacher. Anyway, so I'm sorry we're getting off the awards a bit. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. So um, so those are the industry experts. Those are the the sort of ones who... The dark, shadowy people lurking. who they are. Who they are. Yes. For other categories, um, that's a bit clearer. So, for example, for I suppose one of the most famous um, prizes that every author wants. I was going to say this is the gold standard. We want that shiny gold. You get a stamp medal. Yes, on the book. That's right. And that's the Carnegie and and Greenaway. That's right. The Carnegie is for the writer, I think, and the the Greenaway is for the illustrators. illustrators. 
and the actually quite a good and that's chosen by librarians right and so they have the they, they have a big meeting where the librarians all choose the long list and then they have um, they have a, a sort of one librarian from each area who then actually decide on the short list and the winner I find the Carnegie ones quite I don't know, they seem to often be for older children yes. and yes. tackling really difficult issues. Yes. But the the Greenaway picture books are always go to because I think yes. they're yeah. superb usually. And often there are ones that are just a little bit, you know, yes. kind of coming at things in a slightly different way yes. that I've not seen before and I always find that Yes. Is there one for the Greenaway that stands out? Um, that at the moment, there's just the short list yeah. for 2019 yeah. is out, and I'm I'm sorry I can't remember when um, when the winners announced. I think it's June, July. Somewhere. I think it's a bit later. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I don't think it's imminent. Is there one in the short list that stands out <laughs> for you? In the 2019 well, shortlist, the it, away. It, it, it would. I don't know all of them, and yeah. um, so I think I know about one, two, three, four, five of the eight, and the two for me that I think I really uh, rate: Ocean Meets Sky, The Fan Brothers. We like the Fan Brothers. We like the Fan Brothers, <laughs> and it is just a beautiful book. The illustrations are the illustrations astounding. The illustrations are amazing, aren't they? And then I think the other one that has really um, captured my imagination is Julian is a Mermaid. <gasps> yes. Jessica Love. What What about you? What would you go for? Um, but I, I really like both of those. Um, I also quite like um, You're Safe With Me. I don't know um, by um, Poonan Mystery. What a name! I know, but <laughs> I like it. I can understand why it's it's been shortlisted for the Greenway because the illustrations, the illustrations are absolutely amazing, and they are quite sort of. You can see oh, they're they're linked with. Um, What's a hand painting? Um, the, what's it called? The henna henna, henna painting. Yes. yes, and it's incredibly rich. Patterning. It's mm. it's a it's an exquisitely beautiful book. Um, so yes. that's that's yes. quite. I've not seen this one, so that's yes, quite good. And um, and then another one that I that's in the shortlist for the Greenway. Is called Beyond the Fence by oh my gosh, the names, the names. Maria Gulametova. Gul, oh, I don't know, no ideas. I mean, again, you can see Gulametova. Oh, that sounds. That's, that sounds. Gulametova. It's about a. It's about a, a little boy who has a friend who is a pig, right? Of course. And um, they play a lot, and. But the little boy says the pig is not to go beyond the fence. And there are some 
beautiful illustrations. They look like watercolour yes. paintings. Quite old-fashioned. They almost. are a bit, aren't they? And he, Piggy gets really depressed that he can't go beyond the fence. And... Um, Anyway, I won't give away the ending, Don't give away but the, you can guess no spoilers. What, it, what it might be. <laughs> um, but that's a very unusual book that I think you could use it on several different levels. Yeah. And that is the sort of feel to Greenaway, I always think. They've got a slight unusual. Yes. There's something yes. different about them. Yes. They're not... I don't know what the word is. They're not tend to be run-of-the-mill... No. Picture books. Yes. They've either got a very serious message presented in a very um, compelling way, or the presentation of the book is, wow. You know, that, mm. that's... So I, I, do, I do love a Kate Greenaway, I have to say. We, and we have used some really good we books from, from them, haven't we? Um, we have. They do... And I suppose a book that's getting a lot of attention on the Greenaway Lost. Award is Lost Words. The Lost Words, yeah. And that's had quite a lot of attention for quite a long time. It's a really extraordinarily beautiful... It is. Jackie Morris's illustrations yeah. are fabulous. And then um, Robert McFarlane's poetry. And is, the premise is it's words that are disappearing... From yes. the normal lexicon of yes. words that children yeah. might hear yeah. and might use, which is which is quite interesting. Yes, um, but it is it, it, it's almost like a coffee table book. Like, have you, know, you have you shown this to any children? Have um, you looked at it with any children? I don't think I have actually. Because um, I I did actually show it to the Year Five Six book group, right? Um, and they were very enthusiastic about the pictures. Yes. And and I you know and I think we sometimes we overvalue text. Yeah, and children sometimes see these books as for younger children, yes. don't they? Yes. Uh, but they, the you couldn't help but be yes. wowed by that, could you? I mean, at the moment we're looking at a picture of a hare, yeah, and in in the Lost Words book, and it's a double page spread, yes, with a hare at the bottom stretched out, and then layers of sort of. Um, Purple heather, heather and moorland. Yeah. What is that? And heather, that's, uh, it look, it looked at first kind of, like a seagull, but it isn't. No, it's, it's a it's yeah, look at it's that some kind bird of, of prey. Bird of prey, and um, the lost word is heather. Hmm. Um, heather is never only heather, as more is never merely more. So this is. An extraordinary book, and I can understand why it's in the shortlist. And um, I went to a school in Bristol, where a school that had won the UKLA um, Literacy School of the Year, and they're very, very, um, they're very into using choral speaking. 
Right, yes. And they'd use this book. That would work. And exactly, really well. exactly. And this, I suppose it's a bit like, it's a bit like talk for writing and, um, you know, internalising the text. Exactly. Uh, but this is this is just in, this is just actually savouring the words. Yeah, and um, that would work. That is, and that's quite a challenge sometimes to find a book that would work right across the school. But that would yes, definitely you could use yes. that with yeah the youngest to the oldest yes. children. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Um, Are we talking about UKLA where that? One comes from because um, that's one of our favourites. Yeah. So we just. Yeah. So we just. So you. So, the Greenaway and the Carnegie are chosen by librarians. And so just very briefly though, the we've talked a lot about the Carnegie and how we like those. The books. Greenaway. Sorry, the Greenaway. I beg your pardon. The Carnegie, they do tend to go for. They do tend to be. Much more aimed at older children, older, older young children. adults, year seven, yes. eight, nine. Yes, but one of the exceptions, um, which I am familiar with, is House. the House with Chicken Legs by Sophie Anderson. Yes, which is an extraordinary book. Baba Yaga, that's it. Yes, Death. But interestingly, that has also been shortlisted for. The UKLA uh, book right, award. So right. there's a link. Yes. Um, and the UKLA book awards are the ones, the only one that's chosen by teachers. By teachers. Yeah. So when we're when teachers are asking us about where where can I look for quality text, that's generally yes the first place we yeah. would direct them to. Absolutely. You can't really go wrong. No. Because actually, the teachers who are one of the criteria for looking at them for choosing who's going to be on the short list yeah. is the long list it goes through the same process as the other awards in as much as publishers submit them and then there are teachers and uh, other people who are involved in UKLA they decide on the long list but then when we get to choosing the short list from the long list that is just teachers just teachers and then the winner is chosen predominantly by teachers and that was really where our book club sprang from wasn't it it was because, because we were involved in that process both for uh, the three to six mm-hmm. and the seven to eleven mm-hmm. in Derby. we were involved in two groups that were doing that I don't know how many years ago it was, four years four ago? Four years ago, yeah. And that gave us the idea, didn't it? Yeah. To then continue yes. to have that, yes. that book club yes. idea. Yeah. Because it was so, so enjoyable yes. and so uh, beneficial, I think. Yes. And the wonderful thing about the UKLA process, if you're involved in, in one of those groups, is you get given all the books. Yes, all the long-listed books, but you have to so, read them. Yeah, well... Which, for the 7 to 11 I category, know. is a bit... of the question we had an easier this year. Yes, that is a big read. But you get them free. But the discussion, the discussion is around how you could use that book. Yes, so there's always that sort of yes. look at it, isn't yes. it? It's, that, it's that's about it. how could this book be used. So you're reassured that colleagues 
You know, last in the last podcast, we talked about books being useful for reading aloud yes. or being recommended or as a unit of work yeah. or about guided reading. And that's the discussion is very much around that book and its impact that you could, and how useful it might be in all these different scenarios. So when you look at the UKLA shortlist and long list, um, you know you're actually getting books that have already been discussed been in that. through that exactly. sort of quality yes. assurance, yes. if you like. Definitely, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and again, I would say any school worth its salt should be looking at that shortlist and saying, right, we need those books in schools. Yes, yes, yeah. All right, so next time we'll talk in a bit more depth about which books are coming up in the shortlist, particularly the UKLA mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. and which we could do a little, we could do a little um, wager. <laughs> Pin your colours <laughs> to the mast. Which one oh, do you no. think is going to win? Oh, no. mm. Answers on a postcard. <laughs>